through the generations. From the baby boomers to Gen X to Gen Y. It's time to take a leap into the mind of today's youth with What's Making News with Gen Z. It is time for What's Making News with Gen Z and we welcome back Elizabeth Blacksland. Good morning and welcome. Good morning. How are you this morning, Tracy? I'm good, thank you. Now, obviously, since we last talked, we've had a federal government election and we have a very different-looking parliament. As a Gen Zer, how are you feeling? Are you feeling confident about the country? Um, I'm feeling a little bit more confident about the country. I mean, politicians are politicians at the end of the day, so <laughs> very <laughs> you know, true. Always, a, always a bit unsure. But I think a lot of people my age, uh, it's been quite a long time for us, well, for everyone. We mm. were, you know, 13, 14 years old when the when Labor were last um, in government. Um, so it's quite. I think it's quite exciting for us and hopefully the rest of the country that there is hopefully a bit of change coming, a different perspective um, for a lot of people. And I think we've already seen just by some little um, things that Anthony Albanese has said and done, um, hopefully some positive change is coming. Uh, fingers crossed. We've just got to see a change in how women are treated in Parliament, how Parliament operates and acts, and just the way that, uh, you know, overall they just need to grow up. So fingers crossed we may see that. Now, the thing that I'm most looking forward to, uh, well, there's two things actually that I'm looking forward to this weekend, and uh, very kindly you've, you've given both of those to me. I'm just really excited that I'm not the only one that's excited, but there is a brand new Star Wars that's hitting our uh, our Disney Plus. Uh, t- it's tomorrow, isn't it, that it hits? It is tomorrow. Now, I've, I've kind of been all over this because Bryce, my partner, is a very, very, very big Star Wars fan. Um, There's nothing the- wrong with that. <laughs> no, of course not. Um, one of the first things we did together when we first started seeing each other was watch all of the Star Wars movies because I hadn't seen them and he was oh, horrified. That is blasphemy. Um, <laughs> I know, but I have seen them now. We... Um, we have watched, um, I love the Mandalorian series, we've watched that and we um, watched the most recent Disney Plus series, as well, Star Wars series as well. Um, and so, yes, no, we are very, very, very excited for the new Obi-Wan Kenobi series, which is coming out tomorrow. It is so awesome. And now it's going to continue the story, obviously, of uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi and Darth Vader. Now, the last time we saw these two on screen was uh, obviously in the prequels, which was... Uh, where um, Darth Vader was basically created. So, you know, he was burnt beyond uh, beyond saving. They did save him and he became Darth Vader. So is this picking up from that moment? Pretty much. So um, Hayden Christensen, who played um, Anakin Skywalker, who, as people know, Anakin Skywalker, spoilers if you haven't seen yeah, Star spoiler. Wars. Spoiler. <laughs> um, Anakin Skywalker was then turned into Darth Vader and that was the last time 2005 when I was six years old. Wow, that long ago. <laughs> yeah, that we saw um, Hayden Christensen playing this role. So he's, I mean, he's been very vocal in interviews um, and press coming up to this that he was so, so excited to be playing Darth Vader because this isn't actually a character that he's played. He played Anakin Skywalker mm. and then that was it. So it's, it's been a very long time and I think it's the first time since 2005 that these two have been together on screen as well. Um, 
We've had some, uh, Ewan McGregor has featured in a few different Star Wars things here and there. But um, yeah, no, it's, it's very, very exciting for a lot of a lot of Star Wars fans. I'm really excited to see how this develops, you know, how this relationship goes from obviously them being Anakin and uh, and Obi-Wan into, you know, where we end up with A New Hope. It's uh, it's going to be really interesting. Like I said, I'm, I'm with Bryce. I'm a, I'm a Star Wars geek. I just, I love my Star Wars. And yeah, uh, yeah so I'm really looking forward to it. Now, it drops between 7 and 8 o'clock tomorrow tomorrow our time yeah so unfortunately disney plus don't give us exact times um but yes no between seven and eight o'clock tomorrow australian time pm um that will be be dropping on disney plus and it's very exciting you know fans have been kind of speculating we might be getting some some scenes of them um fighting together in the clone wars which they haven't seen so there's, there's kind of this this series will be filling in a period of time that we haven't seen yet so it's very exciting i'm so excited the Star Wars nerdy me is really going off. <laughs> now, the biggest one, the one that I'm so excited about, and I can't believe this because I'm not a Tom Cruise fan anymore. I just, I'm, I'm, when he jumped on the, the lounge with Oprah Winfrey, that's when he lost me. He basically, I was gone after that. But I am so excited. It drops officially, officially. There has been some pre-screenings, but officially it opens in Australia today. It is Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> No, it is very exciting. So, I mean, it's been a very long time. So, Tom Cruise, Top Gun um, came out long before I was born mm. in nineteen eighty six. Just a bit. <laughs> in nineteen eighty six. So that and that was his big, big role. That mm. was, you know, kind of what threw him into stardom. So, I think it's probably a very um, nice full circle moment for him, kind of coming back mm. and and starring in in a sequel very long after the first movie. Have you seen Top Gun? I haven't. <laughs> Are you serious? No, I haven't. I know. And I feel like I need to watch That's it That's your homework for this weekend. Back. Yes. Yeah, I know. I mean to. So I think I will. I think I'll sit down and, um, and watch Top Gun and then possibly go and see the new You one. have to because you won't understand some of the nuances in Maverick if you don't. Yeah, no, it is very exciting. And, I mean, we've got some members from the old original cast featuring in the movie as well, Jennifer Connelly, who I love. She's incredible. Um, and Val Kilmer as well. And also some new um, new faces, including Gen Z amazing actor, Miles Teller, who I love. Um, he's been featured in a lot of iconic kind of Gen Z movies. Mm. So it's good to see some, some newer, younger faces in this as well. He was in the Divergent series, wasn't he? That's, uh, that was probably his big breakout. Yeah, yeah, he was. I mean, he's been in a lot of kind of like uh, teen uh, coming-of-age movies. Mm. A lot of people my age would know him for that. But he's a, he's a really incredible actor, and it's really nice to see him in kind of a more um, serious mm. role. And for those who are old like me, um, Miles is actually playing um, Goose's son. Um, who every, you know, my generation will understand exactly what that means. But, uh, yes, so he's playing Goose's son, who obviously... No, I'm not going to tell you, because if I tell you, it'll spoil it. So you need to you need to watch it. Now, yes, no, well, I have seen the trailer, so it has okay. been a little bit spoiled so you for know, me. But I think, oh, yeah. they can't do that. No, I know. Okay, well, I'm not, I'm not going to tell you, okay? I'm not telling you. The movie is out in cinemas today. Now, I know last Friday it was your Christmas... It was everything. Christmas, birthday, Easter, you name it, all together. We have the most exciting album release of the year, according to Gen Z. What was it? 
Well, I don't want to put it out there for the whole of Gen Z, but according to <laughs> me, <laughs> um, the most exciting album release of the year. So, yes, Harry Styles did drop his third studio album, Harry's House, um, at very early in the morning for us. We actually got it first, which is very exciting. Um, 12 a.m. on Friday. Um, so, yes, that was the first thing I did when I woke up on Friday morning. <laughs> so you weren't waiting for it at 12 o'clock? You weren't just sitting there going, it's going to come, it's going to come? I think if it was probably a few years ago, I would have, but I did have uni on Friday, so I did go to sleep at a reasonable time. Um, But yeah, that was the first thing I did when I woke up in the morning. And it honestly, as a fan, I mean, I would probably maybe like every single thing that Mm -hmm. he would put out. Um, But it is a really good album. It's kind of nice to see over the last three albums, we've seen a really nice progression of his solo music. He's definitely come a very, very long way from those One Direction, you know, boy band pop days. Mm. Um, the music kind of definitely evolved as, he's got, as he has gotten older, which is really, really nice to see as a fan. Mm. Um, I think that there are there used to be, you know, back in the early 2000s, there still are a lot of artists who kind of just make music if they have a hit and they'll just kind of try and recreate that sound for as long as they can to try and, you know, get those tracks up, up in the charts. But it's really nice to see someone um, hopefully creating music that they themselves, you know, would listen to as well as something that they think their fans would enjoy. Now, what is your favourite song? And, of course, we are going to play it uh, today. What's your favourite song from the album and why? I I have a couple. Um, there's kind of, we heard um, As It Was, was the single that dropped. I did mm. play it a few weeks ago. Um, it was the first single that he dropped, and I did really enjoy that. But I think I've got probably four that are my top favourite, which are Late Night Talking, which he um, played at Coachella, mm. which was very exciting. Um, Matilda, which is a very kind of sad song on the album. Um, Love of My Life, which is the last song on the album, which I very much so quite enjoy that one. And Satellite, which we're playing today, which I think is probably up there in my, my top favourite, just because a lot of the um, long-term fans have been noticing that this song kind of gives us a bit of a One Direction nostalgia sound. Mm-hmm. Um, so people who are familiar with what their music kind of sounded like, similar similar kind of vibe, but definitely a bit more elevated and um, grown up. I must admit, when I listened to it, I agree that that was my my perception of it as well. Was that it was much more grown up. It was a very it's a it's a much more mature Harry Styles, isn't it? It is, yeah. And interesting, he's been doing, obviously, some interviews to promote the album, and he was talking about how this album was written with a completely different perspective because his last album, Fine Line, came out just before just before we all went into lockdown. Mm. So he kind of wasn't able to do all of the press to promote the album, and he just had to let it go mm. and watch to see how successful it was. Um, and it was a really interesting thing for him to just sit back and watch it. It was a very big success. It became mm. one of the biggest albums of that period of time. You know, songs like Watermelon Sugar and Treat People with Kindness, you're still hearing to this day. Um, and he said that it was a really good experience for him to just know that his fans, you know, they want to see him do something interesting mm. and they don't just want to see him churn out the same old, same old. So, yeah, no, it's exciting. It really is. So, listen, this is Harry Styles and Satellite. Thank you so much for your time, Elizabeth. You're obviously going to be sitting watching a lot of television and going to the movies this weekend. Yes, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, my friend. I will catch up with you uh, next week for more on Gen Z. Yes, you will. Thank you. That is Elizabeth Blaxland, and she joins me every Thursday to find out what's making news in and around uh, Gen Z and, of course, lots of entertainment news this week for them. This is Harry Styles. It's from his new album, and it's called Satellite. You'll be Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. 
With over nine decades of combined media experience, Tracy Mack and Michael Blaxland bring you a smart, fast-paced morning of news and entertainment with special guests and major newsmakers for your morning fix. Join Tracy Mack for Newcastle in the Morning, weekdays from nine, only on Newcastle Live.